Welcome to Careers in Crescendo, Lessons for Musicians. I'm your host, Jeff Dunn, and I'm joined here at the IML today with one of the IML student staff, Rachel Smith, part of our production team. Welcome, Rachel. Hello, my name is Rachel, and I play viola. I'm a senior here at the Eastman School of Music, and I'm also a fellow and a member of the Catherine Feline Schaus Arts Leadership Certificate Program. Our hope today, as the first episode of our new season of the podcast, is to get to talk to everybody about the Institute for Music Leadership. And we are excited to bring you this podcast today under its new name, Careers in Crescendo's Lessons for Musicians, with new artwork by Joy Sang and new music by Will J. Our hope for this podcast is always to have interesting conversations with Eastman alumni, faculty, staff, and students about their exciting projects in the musical field, about grant winners, and also be speaking with professionals in the field that bring unique perspectives, unique stories, and current events in the field as well. While the name of the podcast has changed, we are still bringing you those same great stories, and we're really excited for this season ahead. You're going to hear really wonderful conversations with some of our grant winners, as well as some you know, new faculty at Eastman and our alumni as well. On our next episode of Careers and Crescendo, I'm going to be talking with our Associate Dean of Equity and Inclusion about Eastman's first context conference coming up in November. And as Jeff said, um, soon we'll be having some conversations with several of our grant winners and the really exciting projects and things they've been working on. Over the past couple of seasons of the IML podcast, we've been experimenting with different ways of exploring the many areas and aspects of a music career and sort of figuring out what exactly the Institute for Music Leadership represents in a podcast. And the reality is that it represents really all the things that we've discussed in our episodes so far. Um, And this has been everything from navigating these non-musical aspects of a career to breaking down different social barriers in music and talking to professionals with music careers that are different from what we might normally expect when we're talking to musicians. So we found that in our conversations with these individuals about their background and their stories and their career journeys and also their goals and their big ideas that we end up covering a lot of these topics from a really wide variety of different perspectives. So over the course of the next season, we're going to be really focusing in on these conversations with professionals and students who have had unique ideas and very possibly some unusual career journeys, and not just in music, because there are a lot of people who started in music and then segued out from there into other fields and vice versa. Many of these professionals have found an influential voice in spheres where they never expected music to lead them. The IML mission is Institute for Music Leadership creates career and leadership development opportunities for musicians on and off the stage. So what the IML is really about is the development and growth of the worldwide community of musicians. Our goal for Careers in Crescendo is to give people a special look at the growth and innovation happening in the professional realm. Our world is in a state of constant change and fluctuation, and the arts and our approach to how we do the arts and how we communicate in our spaces and how we act as business people and teachers and colleagues and even friends has to kind of flow along with the change that's happening. 
And so our podcast is really meant to sort of zoom in on specific examples of how this is happening both inside and outside of the Eastman community. Yeah, that's right, Rachel. And, you know, I think our philosophy is very much about uh, that, that individual and personal growth that we all go through in our uh, education and the growth that we can influence uh, as musicians in the world. So we certainly appreciate everyone taking the time to listen and learn through Careers in Crescendo. So if we think big picture about the IML, right, we, we serve the entire Eastman community. And uh, one of the ways that we do that is through coursework, right? The IML has a degree program, a minor, uh, the certificate, and courses. So there's definitely lots of different levels that people can engage with us at. Um, Rachel, why don't you just tell us a little bit about some of your experiences as a student with the IML? Um, well, I started taking courses at the IML before I became part of the Arts Leadership Certificate. So I, I took a studio teaching class with Mara Corvington, and it was probably one of the most wonderful course experiences I've had at Eastman. Corvington is just an absolutely wonderful woman and teacher, and I learned so much in regards to how to operate as a musician and an artist in a teaching space in an environment where I'm kind of like imparting my own skills and perspectives as a musician to other people. And in this course, she talked about all of the aspects surrounding like being a teacher and the different kind of teaching environments that we might find ourselves in. That was my first experience like with an ALP course, but um, I've also taken other ALP courses since then and I've really enjoyed every single minute of, of all of them. Yeah, it's wonderful. We hear that a lot from students, right? That they really appreciate those classes and classes about that personal identity and, you know, uh, branding, marketing, but also financial advice. And also, you know, Blair and I are really excited about our music careers course, creating a, a modern music career that we are launching this fall. And um, all of the ways that, you know, the, these courses can really influence and shape the music student experience and, uh, you know, setting them up to have a great professional career leaving school. One of the great things, too, about these courses is that while they're really reserved starting in the second year of undergraduate study and beyond, undergraduates can just sign up and take these classes. And for graduate students, they're actually free, right? It does not, it's not, it's not actually um, cost anything to enroll. Um, and, you know, Rachel, you made the great point that you actually started taking them before you were part of ALP. I did. Right? Yeah. And... Uh, so, you know, uh, let, let's take a step back here. Can you just tell us a little bit about what ALP is? ALP is a wonderful track of resources, really, for, I would say, any musician who wants to enter a professional career field as a musician. Being a musician is not just about practicing. And I think that there, there is, like, a stimulus kind of surrounding coming to music school where there's all of this pressure to just practice and practice and practice. But having a professional music career encompasses so many other things uh, that are just kind of essential for actually creating a sustainable and successful career in the field of music. And that is what ALP is for. It's for like digging into literally every aspect you could possibly imagine, everything that you would need to know um, about building relationships, building connections, finances, how to create projects, 
mental health and well-being, diversifying and creating community and inclusive cultures like in our musical spaces, how to teach, how to set up your own studio, like all of these things. Even if you don't decide to do the certificate and you just want to take like one class or two classes, just to have the experience, I would just say it's essential. It's really essential. Yeah. So the certificate includes some classes Mm -hmm. and includes some internships, right? Not just internships, but paid internships. And then also time as a group of fellows, right? Where you work on certain things and build skills and build a community as well. And um, one of the things to note too, as you said, hey, I took some classes before the certificate. If you get into the certificate program, those courses can still count, Right. So even if you took them in your second year, students will apply to ALP the fall of their junior year. Or if they're a graduate student, when they come into their graduate program, as long as they have two years left, or it takes two years to complete. And But any coursework you've taken in the past, it can still be counted. Right. Now, as a fellow, you have access to the special opportunity grants, don't you? Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about what that's like? So the special opportunity grant, it's, it's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful opportunity <laughs> um, uh, because it basically provides funds for an opportunity that, that helps you build up your professional career. So for me, like this summer, I had a special opportunity grant to plan and take a trip with a small group from Eastman's Collegium Baroque Orchestra to the Boston Early Music Festival which is directed by our own Paul Odette. So I had like a grant to help plan this trip with Crystal Thielman. Yeah, we took a whole group there. We played on the fringe of the Boston Early Music Festival. We were able to uh, network a lot with professional Baroque musicians, which was fantastic for us, especially those of us who are like really serious about making a career in Baroque music. We just like, it was a really wonderful time for sort of building something outside of the Eastman School of Music. And growing that network is such a big part of our field, right? As, as much as we like to think, boy, if I just keep practicing, like, <laughs> of course I'm going to, you know, have opportunities fall into my lap. But it doesn't always work that way, right? Building those connections is, is how we find more success. So it sounds like that opportunity really gives you some of that support and, quite frankly, the money to make some of those things happen. But with that, on the topic of opportunities and money, right, the internships is a big part of that too. Another place where you get to build skills and connections. I know some of those can be local. Some of those can be further away, especially if you're doing them in the summer. And if I remember correctly, you're doing an internship this fall. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about what you're going to be doing over the next couple of months. (laughs) Well, I don't know a whole lot quite yet because I have not started yet. I'm going to be interning with uh, Pegasus Early Music, one of the Baroque groups in Rochester. I am going there to learn how to like manage finances for a group, which is something really important for me because I, you know, I might want to have my own group someday and I need, I really need to know how to do that kind of thing. And the best way to learn is to be put right in the middle of it and, you know, shown um, all the dirty details. Yeah, that, that experiential learning is, is huge, and that's a big part of what the 
IML's philosophy is, <laughs> yeah. right? We bring that into internships among other things that we'll we'll get to later. But you know, this all makes me think too about the Master of Arts in Music Leadership because that is such a crash course and all of those important skills, those students get internships and get all that hands-on experience too. That that full degree program can be done both in person here in Rochester, but also remotely. All of that coursework can be done online now. There's multiple opportunities to start throughout the year. And boy, what excellent faculty we have teaching that, led by our wonderful IML director, Rachel Roberts, and experts in the field that um, have had really, you know, fantastic careers in their area of expertise, like fundraising and finance and law. I know those students say, hey, that coursework, you know, it makes us work, but boy, do they get a lot out of it, build wonderful connections and community. And I will say too, that that program has an excellent track record of success in those students finding employment within three months of graduating and very often from the actual, you know, the institutions they've interned at as well, right? So that is a, um, a wonderful program that can, of course, be enjoyed and appreciated on its own, but also combined. We have students who decide to do a dual degree in both the MA in music leadership and then maybe an MM in performance if they're here in Rochester, or even uh, in conjunction with an MBA at the Simon Business School at the University of Rochester. But some of those classes can also be taken um, by other students as well, right? These are a lot of three-credit courses at that graduate level. They're listed as ML. And uh, those can be enjoyed for credit. And some of the ALC courses can be taken under kind of a different code for credit as well. But that also makes me think about the DMA minor, right? If you're a doctor, a musical arts student, you can set aside a nice healthy chunk of your elective credits and declare a minor. And one of those options is doing it in music leadership and taking those ML courses. So that is certainly something, if you're thinking about that, come on down, let's have a chat with our wonderful director, Rachel Roberts, and um, consider applying for that minor program. All of these course offerings have a wide range throughout the school, but one of the other universal things about the ways the IML serves our student body is through career advising. And that is something we offer at all levels, undergrad and graduate, and can be done, of course, some of the basics, like a nice review of your resume, talking about different applications and its purposes, cover letters, teaching philosophies and statements or other application materials, but also kind of talking big picture about our journeys and goals and the ways that we can use our time in school to help find the best route and path forward. And one of the things, too, to bear in mind is it's not only just while you're in school, but up to five years after you graduate as well. Rachel, have you used our career advising services before? <laughs> I have. I have indeed. When I was like a first-year student, I, I really wanted to get a job on campus, and I probably submitted between 15 and 20 applications to different jobs, like both at the Eastman School of Music and over uh, on the River Campus at the University of Rochester, and I never heard back from a single one of them. And... I I worked hard on my to make sure my resume was nice and clean and I and I wrote very professional sounding cover letters expressing my interest and I was like why am I not hearing back from anybody this is weird I, what should I do and then I remembered that um I'd heard a lot of things about career advising at the Institute for Music Leadership even though I I'd, I'd never uh, looked into that or been there before and I was like 
you know, I should just go and have a session and talk about this with one of the career advisors and see what I could improve. <laughs> and so um, I had a career advising session with uh, Stephen Bigner, who has now left us. But it was a wonderful session, and he helped me a ton with my resume and my way of writing cover letters. And and then I ended up getting a job at the Institute for Music Leadership <laughs> right after that. So, And the rest, they say, is history. <laughs> the right? rest is so, history. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and listeners will remember that I'm an Eastman alum myself and had the pleasure of doing the same. And, you know, I, I got to have an appointment with our wonderful assistant director of the IML, Blair Kerner. You know, we, we, we got to do our thing and work on the document and, you know, got some great advice about things I needed to change. But was really powerful for me is uh, maybe just a couple of weeks after that, she sent me an email to a couple of us students and said, hey, you know, we got to connect recently. I was thinking about you all. You might be interested in checking out this opportunity that kind of came across my desk. And I looked at it, and it was for a conference that was taking place online but based in Canada. And I got to thinking and said, yeah, you know, this is something I'm interested in. So I put my proposal together, and I sent it in, and I got accepted to present at the conference. Great, right? But it's, it's how that all not only came from my great interaction here at the IML, but also then cascaded into more opportunity. That conference led to another conference presentation. That led to me getting to record one of the pieces of music that I was playing at this you know presentation. Well, because I got to record it, the publishing company asked me to engrave a new edition of the piece as a, a trombone uh, arrangement because it was originally, this is the sonata um, for bassoon and piano by Eastman alum Ulysses K. So all of these amazing professional opportunities came all out of that one interaction that I can trace back to the IML. But that, that's certainly some of the things that we think about it at the IML is the way that we can help all musicians grow and uh, you know, build their, their career and leadership opportunities. Rachel, there's one more service that we need to talk about, and that's the Meliora Collective. And the Meliora Collective is a networking platform run by the University of Rochester. It's like our own private version of LinkedIn. And this is a way that only Eastman, but also all of you know University of Rochester students and alumni can connect, right? And not only is there that great platform where you might be able to sign up and check out um, who's in your network, there's also a mentorship program that runs every semester. And if you sign up for that mentorship program, you can then go in, take a look at those Eastman alumni that are maybe most relevant to you, doing the work that you're interested in, select them, and when you get connected, you can get those private one-on-one -on -one meetings with an alum who's active in the field. And that's a great way to, to really build some of those connections, build that trust, communication, and get some insider knowledge. I know that I got to do that when I was a student and gained a lot out of working with my mentor. Maybe I should do that. Yeah, uh, yeah I think everyone <laughs> should. We're going to take a short break, and when we come back, let's talk about grants. Do you wish to be a leader and agent of change in the community? As a Catherine Filene Schaus Fellow, you can access internships, special funding, pre-registration for IML courses, and specialized meetings with guest speakers. If you have at least two years left in your program, join a community of leaders and apply today. Let's come back to grants. You had mentioned the Special Opportunity Grant. Tell us more about the other grant programs that the IML has to offer. 
Yeah, so the Special Opportunity Grant is specifically for our Arts Leadership Certificate candidates. And then we also have the IML Mentorship Grant, which is for any student at Eastman who has a cool project that they want to bring from an idea to reality. Then we have our PRJC grant, which is for anybody, anywhere, with a cool music project that they're working on. Yeah, where we have a lot of opportunities for, for the whole campus community. You're right. If you are a matriculated Eastman student, you can apply for the IML Mentorship Grant. And these are all for your own personal creative projects that go beyond the scope of your degree, right? So if you are thinking about recording or community performances or some teaching opportunities or kind of a startup idea for your business, these are all wonderful things that we would be really interested in having a conversation about. So apply. Yeah, come on down. (laughs) Uh, Let's have an appointment. Let's talk about your proposal and your plan, right? We usually have uh, two deadlines a year. We got one coming up on October 1st and then again February 1st. And, uh, you know, we would be really interested to talk about supporting your independent ideas. And you're right, too, about the Paul R. Judy Center for Innovation and Research Grant, right? This is the wonderful, wonderful thing that Mr. Judy has bestowed upon the university in in his gift in um, creating this opportunity and space for us to be forward-thinking about the music profession, do some research into sustainable ways that musical enterprises can operate and continue to thrive, and it allows the IML to support really wonderful musical endeavors, right? Last year, we had the winner last fall of Gorilla Opera, their new production of Her Alive Undead. And then uh, uh, last spring, we had two winners, Brianna Garçon for her Sugar's Hill Salon concert series in New York City, and then also Norman Manzales, another Eastman alum who uh, is doing a really wonderful recording project. And you even got to talk to Aliana de la Guardia from Villa Opera. Yeah, so check out that episode for more on their project. And the thing about the Paul R. Judy grant is uh, in the fall, it's open to just any U.S.-based organization and person, right? So everyone is welcome to apply online. You can go ahead and make an appointment so we can chat about it in a little more detail. But in the spring, that is only reserved for people with Eastman affiliation. So students, staff, faculty, and alumni are eligible to apply. So that is one way that the IML is definitely thinking about our Eastman community. Yeah. And what about our uh, department matching grants? That is a great way that the IML can interact with different departments across campus to make sure that we are providing a really tremendous education to the current students. So we set aside funding for each of the 13 academic departments to be able to reach out to us for the department matching grant to support guest visits, special events that are happening here on campus. And it is matching, right? We are working on this together. So the way it's, it's a, up to $500. If the department can give $500, we can match that in $500. If, hey, this is going to be a little bit cheaper, we're going to give $300, we give $300, right? And that is something that we can talk about having a great event for all students across campus to interact with these professional musicians, learn from them, build those connections. And very often, too, this might be part of a longer residency. Perhaps they're already going to give some concerts or master classes. We might just have a, another event that, um, you know, we can get to learn from them and all of that their whatever their specialty is. It might be maybe they run a business, maybe their chamber group's a nonprofit and they can talk about their operations or maybe they're from a larger organization and bring some other perspectives. But we also might get a chance to have that person come down to the office, 
do some individual advising. Create those opportunities for students to speak on, on some of these, maybe alumni or guests privately, have some of those intimate network building conversations. So the other thing that we're always thinking about here at the IML is getting beyond the scope of our walls and our campus and thinking about professional development opportunities and you know learning opportunities for the broader community as well. One of the ways we do that is our summer leadership program. Right, we have the Eastman Leadership Academy. We've got the Eastman Leadership Boot Camp. We get the Eastman Leadership Conference. We call them the ABCs of music leadership. It tends to happen in June. And uh, the academy is only for current college students. This happens online. We have wonderful guest presenters. And we have a series of interactive video calls where we get to learn and work together. We use a lot of case studies. We have different interactive lectures that take place. But it all culminates in having some small group pitches, right? That you get to work together with your peers, design a nonprofit that's exciting and, and part of what makes all of you enthusiastic about your career ahead. And then you pitch it to the faculty via the end of the week in a bit of a little competition, right? So the Eastman Leadership Academy, again, that, that is for rising juniors and seniors and graduate students, but um, something that we take applications for each spring from everyone across the country. Now, the boot camp's a little bit different, right? That, that's going to be um, a little bit more for those folks in the field that have some experience, and they're looking to advance, right? They are, maybe they're, they're excited about a new project. Maybe that they're taking their chamber groups at the next level, forming that nonprofit. Maybe they're, they're working as part of an institution and they're, they're looking to move up, right? So the boot camp's more tailored to that working professional. There's two sessions a day at lunchtime and dinner time, and we have wonderful faculty from the Master of Arts and Music Leadership degree that, that we bring in for, for that one. And then we have the Eastman Leadership Conference, right? And that happens right here, takes place in Rochester, where we bring together deans, department chairs, faculty from across the country who are going to learn from an expert experience group of executives in higher education. And we have other sessions, too, about maybe some of those fundraising and finance challenges, talk about scholarships and uh, some of the, you know, equity inclusion, things that we need to be thinking about in higher education today. But we do it here together at Eastman. And, um, you know, we, we always hear really positive things from the people that get to attend. You know, encourage all of those in higher education to be thinking about the Eastman Leadership Conference. But we have a new letter to add this year to the ABCs. We have our first D, right, the Eastman Leadership Development Retreat that we're doing here in just a couple of weeks for our Monroe County High School student population, leaders from their programs, leaders from their music honor societies at their high schools uh, that are going to be coming together to talk with all of us here on campus about being good artist citizens, making, uh, you know, really good impact in their communities and service through their music. So exciting. Yeah, we are, we are definitely excited about it, too. And that's not to say we, we have other symposium that we run. We have got great ideas about ways that we can be connecting our musical community, especially in our modern digital age in the Internet, having free, open access symposium where we can be having some of the tough conversations. And certainly, hey, we, we like to do that right here on the podcast as well. So, Rachel, there's also a lot of resources that we have right here in-house at the IML on our website that students can access. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so we have uh, one of the big things is our gig service. 
Um, and this is a little online um, sort of database that we have of gigs around the area, around Rochester and some of the surrounding towns. And so it's partially for obviously for people who need musicians. We get we get calls all the time about people asking for for groups at Eastman to come play at their event and we always direct them to the gig service page on the IML website. And so they can go on there and make a posting and then students can filter through the different opportunities for playing and gigging and get into contact with those people. And it's just a great way to find places to play. Yeah, absolutely. So if <laughs> and you're... you get a little money for doing it. <laughs> absolutely, right? If so if you're a community member and you're looking for musicians, post it on the gig service. And if you're an Eastman student, make sure you sign up, look through there, get some experience, and get paid. Yeah. Right? Now, we also have the Job and Opportunities Board. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so the Job and Opportunities Board is another little database that we have on the IML website that is regularly updated with opportunities for long-term employment, things related to music. Yeah, absolutely, right? They could be full-time, part-time jobs. As long as it's kind of in that Rochester area driving distance, that's where they're going to be, right? So if you're looking for something a little bit more long-term, maybe a music director or a teaching job or something like that, that's where you might find that. Now, if you're looking for opportunity beyond the Rochester area, you're going to want to head over to NEC Bridge, right? This is a bigger database that's run by the New England Conservatory, but we, as the IML, provide you access to that. All you got to do is request that. Someone's going to double-check, make sure you're a matriculated Eastman student, and give you access to NEC Bridge. That's really cool. I didn't know about that until just now. Yeah, there you go, <laughs> right? So, And that's something that people are, tend to think about more towards the end of their degrees, right? When they're thinking about, boy, I'm on, you know, getting on the cusp of graduation and looking for more opportunity, NEC Bridge is going to be the place that's way further reaching, right? So if you're ready for something more long-term, full-time, outside the Rochester area, head over there. Now, the IML also produces lots of other resources for musicians, like IML had produced the E-Theory service, right? And we, we published the case studies, which the Eastman case studies are wonderful narratives about real-life challenges and situations that organizations and musicians face and, uh, you know, bring, bring some of that problem-solving uh, skills to the table and puts the reader in the driver's seat of some of that decision-making so that you are developing some of those transferable skills that are going to serve you long-term in your career. Wow, Rachel, we went through a lot of things here. All of these offerings that the IML has, and there is, boy, just something for everyone out there, different levels that you can engage, and, you know, uh, we want to bring, of course, more people into the fold. So if people continue to have questions, or maybe they're still thinking about some of these offerings, how might they get in touch with the IML to learn more? Just come and say hi. Come yeah. and say hi. First floor of the Miller Center, if you walk in the, the big doors, right, we are straight ahead. And, uh, you know, go ahead and give a knock on the door there, and we will, we will be glad to chat with you. Yeah. Then there's also a way to sign up for appointments with either of our career advisors through Handshake. Yep, yep. I believe that link is rochester.joinhandshake.com. Right, and I believe that's going to take you right there so that you can make an appointment. And you're right. You can see, um, you know, maybe depending on what kind of appointment you're looking for or maybe your status in school, you'll get an appointment with either myself or Blair, right? We are both Eastman alumni, right? We are both active, performing, and teaching musicians right now, and we always bring that perspective into what we do. Yeah, we have a, a wonderful uh, little community of Eastman students who work at the Institute for Music Leadership as well. And so 
you'll see us around. Like, come talk to us. Come ask us about our experience here, and we would be so happy to tell you all about it. Absolutely. And you can find us on social media, too, at Eastman IML. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok now. We, you know, we would be glad to also be able to communicate with you that way. Share all of the wonderful events, opportunities, and services going on. Well, Rachel, thank you so much for joining me in this conversation today. It is a pleasure to share all of these uh, services and ideas and opportunities that the IML has to offer. And we hope to see every Eastman student come into the office at some point this year. Yeah, come on over. (laughs) Today's episode of Careers in Crescendo, Lessons for Musicians, was produced by Kelly Judson. The video was recorded by Yunyi Huang with lighting and technical assistance from Christian Bogdanovsky. The music was written and produced by Will J, and the artwork designed by Joyce Sang. As always, if you have questions, comments, or ideas for episodes, please contact us via our website at iml.esm.rochester.edu. If you like this episode, share it with your friends and colleagues and leave us a review on your preferred streaming platform. This podcast is a production of the Institute for Music Leadership at the Eastman School of Music. The views expressed in the podcast are the interviewees and do not represent the Eastman School of Music or the Institute for Music Leadership. From the IML, I'm Jeff Dunn. See you next time.